Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, Adam and Jordana. Currently, the Minneapolis City Council is right now having a meeting to vote on a ceasefire resolution in Gaza and, well, just in Gaza. The resolution does not address any rockets that are being fired from Gaza into Israel. This is a very strong resolution, a very anti-Israel resolution that has been reworded since the beginning when it was going to be voted on as the first order of business Mm -hmm. of the city council in the new year. Uh, The mayor was never notified about this resolution. He obviously has since been notified because now it's January 25th. The resolution was tabled a week or two ago because it was so divisive and so many constituents came out to either um, champion it or to complain about it. So the city council had more discussion about it. And this morning, the mayor was at the city council meeting speaking about it. Adam, I have lots of friends that are at this meeting. And I said to them, are you guys able to give me updates, give me live updates as to what is happening there? And uh, a friend of mine who said she wanted to remain anonymous because she, um, you know, there was a lot of animosity, I'm going to say. Uh, Charlie, my friend is probably going to call in in just about a minute, but she has been keeping me posted on what is happening there. Um, Al Flowers spoke criticizing the council members for failing to act on Merwin Liquors and made a snide comment, uh, which was supposedly Islamophobic, got into it a little with Congressman Ellison, and there was a lot of other stuff. uh, This is actually a a fun update. Yes, I'm sorry, Jeremiah Ellison, excuse me. Um, So there there was a a little bit of drama before uh, this resolution was brought up. And in fact, the mayor spoke on the resolution. I don't yet. I know that our I just listened to is... I just listened okay. to some of it before we got on okay. the air. He's saying he was talking about how some of the current city council members have appeared at press conferences with activists that have displayed uh, Mayor Fry with a Hitler mustache. Oh. And that he is a Jew just and And he is by the way, he is a Jewish person. Mm-hmm. And People should know. I don't know if anybody knows that. Just to give that uh, some context. And by the way, whatever, we can park the Islamophobia too, by the way. We don't need uh, yeah. any of that crap mm-hmm. happening there. Mm-mm-mm. But it, there's a pretty good point there in that um, this, and, and I'm one of the, again, we've talked about this. I believe that g- bodies of government can do mm-hmm. more than one thing at, at once. When people say, don't you have more th- important things to worry about? But here's the thing with this one. And we talked to uh, Latricia Vitaw about this. Stay in your lane, and there's a lot of Mm -hmm. stuff that they can be passing ordinances and resolutions about in this city right now to deal with as opposed to this. Now, I do believe we have my friend who is at the city council meeting right now, and it's my understanding you'd rather not say your name uh, on the air because I know there is a lot of divisiveness. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Oh, 
perfect. So um, we are going to, first of all, thank you for finding a quiet space at this meeting. Set the stage for us. How many people are there? What is the feel like? Is there a sense of danger or are people being respectful? Yes. So in city chambers with the overflow room, there is 75 people um, that will be allowed. And then the second floor, there is a overflow like TV open space. It is completely full. Um, this morning started off, it was pretty calm and collective. There were conversations happening, breakfast was being shared. Um, but as it got closer to the meeting time, you could feel the tension. Um, I did watch um, with my own eyes um, a small, tiny group of people who were there holding signs that said um, free the hostages, and they were um, confronted by someone who did not agree with them, and that turned into a yelling match. Um, it did die down pretty quickly um, due to help from um, activists and other protesters who were there. Um, I would say right now the tensions are running high. Mm-hmm. I just want everybody to understand what our guest is saying, that there were some people that wanted to free hostages. 139 hostages are still in Gaza. They were stolen by Hamas terrorists on October 7th. These are civilians. Baby Kfir is only a year old. There are geriatric patients, people of all ages that are continued to be hostages. So you're telling me that there were people in this community that were shouting down other members of the community that just want um, innocent civilians to be returned to their home after being taken hostage 111 days ago. Yes, sadly, yes. Okay. Adam, I'm sorry, did you want to ask a question? I just wanted to make that clear for our listening audience that that is what uh, a lot of members of the Zionist, which is, again, just the word defined as Israel should have its own state, is allowed to exist in the world uh, that our people are facing. That when you hold up a sign that says free the hostages, I thought that was something we could all agree on, that people would want hostages to be freed. But thanks. I'm learning now that there are people in our community that don't want that to happen. And I find that really sad. Um, the what is your hope that I mean I, I do I, fi- I find it hard to believe that suddenly the Minneapolis City Council is going to reverse course here and not pass this and is my understanding that they have a veto veto proof majority not that mm-hmm. I don't know you know Mayor Fry uh, w- would veto this or what I mean it's a resolution so but uh, do you feel confident at least that people who think like you and believe like you are at least being listened to? by this body today? Because you are forced to sit there and you have to listen and you're not able to interrupt people as they're talking, yes. Because there are procedures in place that you cannot just get up and leave because you Mm -hmm. do not agree, yes. Is it willful listening and willful taking everything in? No. What did the mayor say when he spoke? Uh, yes, he gave a very powerful speech. Um, it was one that I wanted to stand up and say yes. Um, he said he, you can be, um, one standout from us would be, you can be pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian. And we said he was. You can be pro-Israel um, and also a uh, criticize the government, in which he said he does. Um, you can be pro-Palestinian, pro-Israel, and be anti Hamas, which he, he is. So he did, um, that was his speech. That was the gist of the speech. It was a very powerful speech. Are, are you feeling safe? Yes, I am in a safe space. Yes. What do you think is going to happen? Did they vote yet? 
they have not voted yet. There is still discussion. Um, Robin was speaking before I got on, um, and she is Robin Wansley. Still speaking. Yeah. Robin Councilmember Robin Wansley. Yes. Okay, so you don't know what she was saying because she was very much in support no. of this resolution. So you haven't heard what she is saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. Other than those who wanted to um, shout down people who wanted to free the hostages. Are there any other acts of violence? Are there, is there anything else dangerous? Because I know there are a lot of people today at that meeting. Yes. So I can say confidently on the second floor, I think there's one person left who has a um, pro-release the hostages sign, but that person is by themselves in the sea of people who are not necessarily sharing that message. Um, I do know in the chambers that is more where um, pro-Israel, pro, uh, and also for pro-Palestinian you know, lives, uh, pro-people who are here for freeing the hostages are seated. Um, but the second floor, I did leave um, because of the tension and because of it being cited as people were not feeling safe if they did not agree with the majority. Well, I mean, I, I, I hope, I mean, I, I understand the tension and I, I, I hope that it can stay at least, even if we have people shouting at each other, that it can stay civil. Uh, I hope we, we're not actually talking about violence uh, at the end of today um, because, yeah. I, I mean, I totally understand. Obviously, there are very, very passionate people. And we may agree or disagree with the, the things that some of these folks are saying. But I just hope that we can at least be civil about what's happening there today. So I hope I, I, I hear danger and violence terms being brought up. I hope it doesn't come to that. And I hope even if what happens and what the city council does is not agreeable to a certain part of the population that is there, that at least we can be civil uh, there today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yes. Yes, I completely and, agree. Yeah. Yes. But before we let you go, and we are speaking with someone who is at the city council uh, meeting right now. We understand your need for anonymity. I understand that, you know, people are getting shouted out. So we appreciate you calling in right now. But has anybody brought up that the Israeli government has offered Hamas a full ceasefire for the release of all of the hostages and their surrender. The Israeli government offered that up to Hamas, a ceasefire, and it was rejected by Hamas yesterday. Has anybody offered that up? Because I believe that the people calling for a ceasefire should know that this was on the table and that Hamas rejected it. Has that been discussed? No, it has not been discussed on any level. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. I just didn't know if that was a point of contention thank because you. I think that would educate people. Appreciate your time. Get back in there and hopefully we will check back in with you, but stay safe. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And and I, I want our listeners to know that also, that the Israeli government said uh, we will absolutely cease fire if, with the immediate release of the hostages and the surrender of Hamas. And Hamas does not care about its people dying because they said no. So just wanted to put that out there. 
Uh, all right, eleven twenty. Uh, it's hard to shift from that to that is that's <laughs> what we got to do uh, mm-hmm. else. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have um, Dear Jordana coming up. So if yes. you have a uh, yes. a question uh, in need of advice to uh, bring something up, six five one four six one nine two two six. And again, if you're listening closely, uh, your chance to win uh, pink tickets before the show is over today. It is eleven twenty on WCCO. All right, here we go, Jory. You heard the sounder. Are you ready uh, for some contestants to be lined up here? Are you ready, Jordana, to give away some pink tickets today? My kids used to love this song. I can see their little tiny six-year-old bodies, like, dancing around the living room to this song. And it's like, it's called I Want to Start a Fight or something. It's really, you know, not a great (laughs) song. So So what? what? But it's I Want to Start a Fight. And, oh, such a good song. So if you heard that, you know that's a pink song, which leads us into our contest, which is this. Think pink. It's fairly easy. Uh, I will read some lyrics. We've got three callers lined up, Andrew, Paul, and Greg, in that order. And I'll read some lyrics. Each contestant will get different lyrics if we have to get that far. And it's simple. Just tell me, is that are those lyrics from a pink song or a different song from maybe a color-themed group or song? So <laughs> Andrew is up first. Andrew, uh, thank you for calling in. Is this the same Andrew that we've had twice already this week? I, I'm hoping the third time's a charm. Oh, boy. The pressure is on, my friend. Mm -hmm. The pressure is on. It's almost like it's almost like reproducing the rhino. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) First of all, before we get, should we save the white rhino, Andrew? Um, I'm I'm with Jordan on that one. Really? Get rid of him. If you don't win, if I get tickets, I'll give them to you, Andrew. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, Andrew. Here we go. Thank you. Uh, here are the lyrics. You just tell me when I'm done. Is it a pink song? Think pink here. Picture a place where it all doesn't hurt, where everything's safe and it doesn't get worse. Oh, my. We see through bloodshot eyes. Whew. This is for all the Chipotle. Yep. I, I'm going to say it's not a pink song. Oh, Andrew. No, it is. I'm sorry, oh, Andrew. Oh, no, Andrew, you're killing me. Kidding me. Oh, yeah, that's Trustfall. That's one of her new ones. Andrew, I'm sorry, but you have one more day. One more day, Andrew. One more day, honey. One more day. We'll give away tomorrow. Sorry, Andrew. That's oh, 0 for 3, so Andrew, sorry. by the way. Not See, good. And Andrew's on my side about killing the rhinos. <laughs> Killing the rhinos. We don't want to kill the rhinos. Paul is up. Okay, Paul. Are you ready to go here? You'll get a different song, but you get the concept, right? Yep, let's do it. Here we go, Paul. I don't know where I'm going, but I sure know where I've been. Hanging on the promises in songs of yesterday, and I've made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. Pink or not? Not. You're right. <laughs> this would be White Snake. Great Turn song. Turn it up. Crank this up. Yes. David Coverdale, the hair. Yes. Tawny Katane and a Jaguar. This is Tawny Katane on the car. This is that yes, video. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Paul, fan. congratulations. Did you Thanks. know that was White Snake before you? Uh, when it, when yes, you I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen. Paul, congratulations. You just won yourself uh, two tickets to go see Pink at the XL Energy Center this October 18th. 
Congratulations. I feel like you should take Andrew, though, Paul. I feel like you got to yeah, call him back. Well, take... We should hook you up with Andrew because he's tried. <laughs> Would you be willing just to take a strange guy with you to pink? No, I think of one of my daughters. <laughs> okay, have to... yeah, better move. <laughs> better move. Paul, hey, thanks for listening, man, and congratulations. Uh, stay on the line, and uh, Charlie will get uh, your information. And uh, one more day. Right, so I, you got to feel for Andrew, though, uh, don't you, Jor? I, I mean, And also, think of the odds of that. Every day he's guessed wrong. So he's like four straight. Four it's in almost a row. impressive. I mean, it's almost impressive. impressive. I mean, because it's fifty-fifty. That is a bit. That's what we call a bad luck streak. That's uh, no. don't go to any casinos, Andrew. But he will get another chance tomorrow. Um, so good luck to him. Yeah, this has kind of been fun. I like this. Uh, it's kind of Absolutely. simple. Absolutely. It, it should have been more simple than it is. But we've had a lot of people swing and miss. So. And anytime we get to play White Snake on oh, WCCO yeah. Radio, that's a good day for me. Oh, I love man. it, you know. I'm Bring not a big I, I long hair guy on Mitten, but I got to say, David Coverdale, that's Come some on. great hair. That Fantastic. even a tonic attained probably could have turned me lesbian. She was so hot. Oh, well, sadly, yeah, she's no longer with us. Sadly, <gasps> really, she's yeah, dead. Tonic attained passed away a couple years ago. Yeah. How? Oh my, googling that. Uh, right you'll have to Google now. it during the break. Okay, here we go. It's my favorite segment of the week. It's Dear Jordana. Let's line up those phones. Let's get the text line going. Six five one four six one nine two two six any kind of question in your life something bothering you you need some advice about a relationship about your job about your kids no matter what it is jordana will pull no punches punches she'll give you the straight truth six five one four six one nine two two six dear jordana next on cco here we go Text questions we six, have five, some yes that have been sent in via email uh, we got some interesting, interesting uh, stuff to get to this week. If you have one, or if you want to call in six five one four six one nine two two six, you know, live, I can hear the energy. I can, I can feel the pain that you're suffering, mm. and uh, we can give you some good advice. Here's one right off the bat. Here, text question: yeah. Dear Jordana, how do I get my husband to stop drinking Jaeger bombs? You don't. You know Life what a Jaeger bomb short. is. Life is too short not to drink Jaeger bombs. So what you do is you join him. And drinking Jaeger bombs. That's a great um, answer. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Is that when you like drop a shot of Jaeger into a beer or something? No, it's a, bot- a Red Bull. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a shot. Jaeger and Red Bull. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that'll keep you up all night. <laughs> there you Maybe go. Maybe the sex e- will get better if you e- both do them. Even better yeah. reason to join in. Right. That's a great answer. All right. What else you got for me? Well, we got a call. Should we go to a call right oh. away? Okay, I'm a little Randy? nervous, but okay. Randy, go ahead. Hi, Randy. Diana. Hi, Andy. I, I'm there. Hi. Yep. Uh, I got a I got a question. My niece got married. Um, well, it's kind of a long story, but uh, she uh, married this wonderful man from Colombia, and the first wedding that they had, we all were in Mexico. And he had a, a episode right before they got married, like literally the wedding and, and the wedding as he's standing at the altar has the episode and we couldn't, they didn't finish the wedding. It had, they had to send him off in an ambulance and, you know, they called it, you know, we had the dinner, but there was no wedding. And so then they rescheduled the wedding to be in the States so that nobody had to travel again. And so because they didn't get married the first time. The, the first time they were supposed to get married, he had this episode. And um, 
so now they're they're getting married in the states and in Chicago because he's got family members there. His sister was at that wedding, who's a nurse, and she actually saved his life. So it, it's just like this really wonderful, wonderful family that's going to be part of our family. And my my niece is just a great kid. She was a she went on a um, what do you call those when you go with your church um, mission trip. She, Mission trip, yes. She went on a mission trip, and that's where she met Javier, and they became pen pals, and then they got married, and, well, they're getting married in, uh, in all the things in Chicago. So I'm wondering if there's some kind of, uh, what kind of gift, because he's Spanish speaker. I'm not sure if I should do, like, an English thing or if I should research their culture because of all the things that happened to him. I don't want to be, you know, culturally misappropriating anything by getting something, but I don't know if I had to do it with health or wealth or, you know, I'm trying to figure out what we could give them as a wedding gift to kind of express all of that into one, and, and it just really there's a lot to it, and I'm not really sure what we should get. Um, is it possible that he needs a medic alert bracelet so this doesn't happen again? That is interesting. I never really thought about some sort of jewelry that would be help with the medical and, and would be maybe a sign, uh, a forward sign that we care about him, we care about their health and protecting that. Randy, That's a really good idea. Randy, could you go over that story again? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, well, <laughs> Andy, thank you. I would just suggest, I'm kidding, and I uh, obviously we... Um, I want to know what kind of episode. Yeah, what kind of episode? Are we sure that maybe, you know, he isn't in the upper echelons of the government in Colombia and somebody was trying to murder him? We know that that happens. We hope that he's safe. What we really need to get him is some U.S. citizenship to keep him safe here in this country as long as he wasn't trying to be murdered in his own country. And no, you know what? Candlesticks make a nice gift. Suggesting you, you know what that's from? Murder, like a Bull, yes. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Of course. I love Candle. Andy. Short answer to a long question. Randy, Candlesticks make a nice gift. It was Randy. Oh, Randy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Randy. Uh, he was offended by that. Mary is on the line. Uh, Mary, go ahead. Your question for dear Jordana. Hi, Jordana. How are you? Hi, Mary. Great. How are you, dear? I'm good. I have several Jewish friends, and I'd like to approach a conversation with them about what's going on in Gaza and Israel in a mm-hmm. sensitive manner that mm. is sensitive to what they may be feeling. Mm-hmm. So you're asking how you do that? Yep. Th- yes, Mary, and thank you for that question. I think I think it's a a hard one, but uh, the fact that even the, the the notion that you're thinking about that, and I want to share this is a really good point because. So many people are thinking, oh, so many people are dying. How do I talk to Jewish people about this? We seem very one-sided on this, and often we are. Uh, but we do not want innocent Palestinians to die. We do not want babies to be collateral damage of war. We, we do not want that. So, Mary, what I would recommend saying to friends is, can you help me understand this conflict? I want to learn more. 
but you know, it hasn't been my struggle. I haven't kept up on it. Can you help me understand? And then they will give you their opinion, which please understand, Mary, may be one-sided because what we're looking at here is a battle between good and evil, is a battle between Israel and the right to want to exist and a terrorist organization that wants to eliminate all of Israel and eliminate all Jews. So it is very personal for us. And when people are chanting for our death, we do get a little sensitive about it. But I, I think any of your Jewish friends would be happy to explore that with you. And just I, I think if you said, can you help me understand this conflict? People would be very open minded and talk about it with you. But you're sweet for asking the question and even wanting to know about it. Uh, thank you, Mary. That was a thank serious you, question. Thank you, Jordana. Have a yeah. good day. Thank, yeah, well, thank you, love. We will take all kinds of questions. Yeah. Can we go yeah. back to Drama Jan checking in? Oh, love Jan. We love love Jan. Drama Jan. Mm-hmm. Uh, dear Jordana, a bride in distress needs advice. The wedding is in just one month. She just discovered that half of her bridesmaids have colored their hair in an unnatural color. The new color oh. clashes with the color of the bridesmaids' dresses. Oh. Would it be okay for the bride to request a change back to their natural hair color from Drama Jan? Oh. Jan, this is a really good one. And normally... I say when you pick people to bring your bridesmaids, you can't be mad if they get pregnant or if they, you know, you know, wear different shoes. But they have since dyed their hair after they were asked to be bridesmaids. And it's just hair color. So if they dye it back, you can always they can always dye it back to whatever color they want it to be afterward. And if it clashes badly with the dresses, see, I'm kind of siding with the bride on this one. I really am. I think I think if the bride asks respectfully, like these are the color, this is, you know, if you're wearing a burgundy dress and you have like this orange hair that just doesn't look great with it, I get that. I think she should ask respectfully. Hey, guys, these are my pictures. It's yeah. going to be forever. You know, can you dye it for that way for one day and then the next day you can dye it back to whatever color you want? I don't think she can um, demand, but I certainly think she can ask, ask respectfully. What do you think, Adam? Well, I don't mean to be like a conspiracy theorist, but if it's more than one bridesmaid, it seems like almost like a concerted effort to change their hair in an effort to piss off the bride. Am I reading into that wrong? Do you think that could happen? Mm, Maybe Very passive-aggressive way to do it. Right, right. This might be a protest, a hair protest against the marriage. Maybe he's a jerk. Could be. Interesting. All right, dig a little deeper, Brad. Jan, go in a little deeper with that. Sounds like there's more. And report back to us. Uh, Dear Jordana, should I tell my neighbor that I saw her husband peeing in their yard? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, since you have peed in the yard, Adam, would you want your neighbor to say to Jen, hey, by the way, I saw Adam, you know, peeing in the yard? Would you want that, or do you want her to keep that information to herself? I've done it. I will say this. I'll admit it. Uh, There was a time, this is many, many years ago, where it was late at night. My Mm -hmm. original dog, my first dog, Stella, the chocolate lab, I let Mm -hmm. Stella out the back Mm -hmm. to do her business. So I'm standing there on the, it wasn't a deck. It was like just like a step, the top step of our back door. And Stella was out there doing her business, and I was stricken in the moment, and I couldn't go back into the house and leave Stella unattended. So I just, I peed from the top step while Stella was doing her business in the backyard. Did the neighbor see you? Was that wrong? Yes, that's wrong. Did the neighbor see you? It was late at night. It's his yard. It's my yard. There's something something satisfying and primal about that outdoor pee. You you are right. Peeing in the outdoors for some reason is just, 
Mm-hmm. And it's his yard. Men and women disagree on this. Of I course, think you're beasts. But it's you're the, absolute beasts. It's based on equipment. Beasts. And, it's disgusting. Well, you're, this beasts, is why we have indoor plumbing we mark now. territory. You're beasts. Like, total beasts. So you know what I would do? Um, I would go and embarrass the dude. I would say, wow, I saw your husband peeing out in the yard. Wow, you've really suffered a lot. You know, you make, you make a penis joke. And uh, then he will not be peeing out in the yard anymore. Well, if it was you, you'd say, uh, my ring camera caught it, and now <laughs> I'm turning it over to the cops. Turning it over to the yeah. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, neighbors. I do not want to see you whipping it out in the backyard. Charlie's right, though. There's just something about it. It's just... Oh, man. Joe from Egan says, free the pee. Free the pee. You got to be really private or live on multiple acres. How else are you going to write your name in the snow? Guys, I live on a tiny little property in St. Louis Park. I do not want to see your wanger outside peeing in the snow. Stop it. Okay, let's break before we get any further in trouble. It is 1149. Thank you very much for those dear Jordana questions. We love them. Uh, keep them coming in, and maybe we'll stack them for later uh, for later episodes. It is eleven forty nine on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Eleven fifty three. That is your Lindis Construction time check. Time to uh, save with Infinity from Marvin Windows. Lindis Construction, by the way, one of the big sponsors of Let's Cake Hunger, which is a week from today. A uh, week from today at Second Harvest Heartland, where we'll be raising money uh, for the great folks at Second Harvest Heartland. Thank you so much for all those questions. Somebody texts in, how lame was that episode of Dear Jordana? Come on, you oh, guys, no. you can do better. Wow. Really? And I responded, I completely disagree. We've had much lamer versions of Dear Jordana. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's called Dear Jordana, not to be confused with Ask Adam Anything. Much different. No. Much different. No. And I, I love, though, how people really get on board with the peeing outside. We have received many, many texts from the pro-outside peeing community. Uh, free the pee, Joe from Egan says. Um, Paul from Coon Rapids, our dancer, Paul. Uh, it's a rite of passage for a man to pee from an elevated surface. Uh, do you guys feel that's true? Like you have a bar mitzvah, you have a confirmation, and then you pee from an elevated surface, so now you are a man. Yeah, I mean, I think he's talking about a bridge or something of that kind. And yes, oh, it is It is oh. wonderful. We got another text, too, that said, you know, all the males in my family pee in the yard. It must be our European heritage. What I say, uh, outdoor peeing transcends culture. Outdoor yes. peeing is something that we all share as human beings, you can go to Africa, mm. you can go to Asia, you can go to South America. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves to pee outdoors. If you've golfed, too, if you've, been, if you've golfed and you're a man, you've peed yes. outside. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Uh, some listeners would like to hear what Jerry feels about peeing outside. Uh, they feel that Jerry would authorize a good deck pee. Uh, I would be curious well, to hear what Jerry thinks about that. He filled, I mean, in, for you. He filled in for you last week. We had Dear Jerry. And oh, well, you didn't ask him about peeing outside, right? No, I, I would no, but I, I imagine that Jerry would absolutely agree. It might have that. to be something I follow up on tomorrow and uh, get Jerry on the air. Uh, but hey, you're you're slacking, right? You're leaving. Where are you going tomorrow? Why aren't you going to be on the air with us? Uh, I am uh, taking my annual trip with a group of friends uh, to nice. uh, Niswa, Niswa, a Grand View mm. Resort, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I just found out, you know. It's not this weekend, but we usually go up when the big, huge 
Brainerd JC's ice fishing extravaganza is up there. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. just announced today that they're doing it. They're going back to a remote kind of fishing tournament that they did during COVID. The reason during COVID is they didn't want people close to each other. But this year, the ice just is not good. Uh, and it's going to be 40s next week. And it just it's a real problem. So, you know, they usually have thousands of people out on Gull Lake. And the ice isn't good enough to do that this year. So it's a bummer because that's usually a big deal. And I know a lot of the resorts up in that area count on all those people coming up to go fishing. And it just shows you that you might be enjoying this weather, but there's a lot of people, you as we always remind ourselves, that suffer when the weather isn't good enough to go ice fishing. So that's kind of a bummer because it's a big deal. I was driving past Cedar Lake yesterday, and there are tents out there with people mm-hmm. on Cedar Lake, but it it really looked patchy to me. I was panicked. Is it safe for people to be? I mean, are you going out? Is it safe? Yeah, we're going to go out. I'm not bringing my ice castle out there. I'm not going to drive out onto any lakes up there. I just, I'm not that confident. But we're planning to walk out and, you know, you need four inches typically to walk out at least. And there's some spots where I'm pretty confident that there's plenty of ice for that. But yeah, I'm, I'm not pulling out i'm not taking a vehicle out it's just it's it's bummer it's it's but it is what it is i'd rather be bummed than dead so (laughs) go enjoy your vacation stay safe out there i will be back tomorrow we will have much more on this resolution that passed the city council today i'll see you tomorrow see ya Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.